I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, yo, two words, Chi-Town, Southside, Worldwide, cause I rep that till I fucking die. One neck, two chains, one waist, two gas, one wall, 20 plaques. Dude say, give me that. I'm limelight, blueprint, five mics. Go get his rhyme like should have been signed twice. Most imitated, Grammy nominated, hotel accommodated, cheerleader, prom dated. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Football Sunday. Football. Yeah. <laughs> Football is back. Football um, is black. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, week four of the NFL season. So mm-hmm. time for the Eagles to shock the world and beat Denver and put Peyton Manning down for once and for all so y'all can see that he is not infallible. That ain't, that ain't, hmm? no. What? Mm-mm. No, what? Okay. Mm-mm. Um, all right, man. Well, look, it is, uh, Sunday, the blackout tips. Uh, no guests, just Karen and I. So, uh, we're going to get right into this thing. First things first, you can find us at theblackouttips.com. You can find us on all your little podcast applications. Yeah, and- we in all of them. We ain't been in Zoom. Somebody was like, hey, um, I'm the one person that liked the Zoom on Xbox. Thank you for putting it out there. I was like, you're welcome. Yeah, Zoom. Um, See, we put that shit on cassette tape me, if we could. Yeah, someone told me it was in like the Xbox Marketplace or some shit. I don't know. I don't even know where all we're at. Yeah. We're just everywhere. Put our name up. Put our name in there. Uh, for real, odds are we will come up. Someone told me I was on their Spotify the other day. I was like, I don't even know how that works. I don't even know how that works. Okay, I guess. I have to go hunt us up. Yeah, if look, you got a podcast catcher, we in it. Yeah, the black guy who tells. Just go ahead and search for it everywhere. Um, and uh, yeah, leave us five star reviews on iTunes. Those help. Those count. Uh, getting close to I think four hundred or something like that. <laughs> like it's getting up there. Appreciate everybody that does that. Um, taking the time out to leave us a five star review helps the show. Uh, to spread the word and spread the love, and it doesn't cost you anything. So we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions go to shadowdogproductions.com and buy stuff okay we have our own page there you can go to shadowdogproductions.com slash tbgwt see all the black guy who tips stuff over there it's awesome and it helps the show out when you buy those things we have different audio plays we were in um make sure you guys go and check out um like they have full feature left movies Mm -hmm. they have movies where you can just download it and instantly watch it on your computer or your laptop or your smartphone device and they're worth every dime yeah it's all it doesn't even cost much i mean you're talking like between 99 cents and four dollars for a lot of this stuff uh just do it it helps the show out you know think of a way you can spend two dollars and make the show continue to uh you know flourish and uh, it's an easy way to help yep and uh we're coming out with some new stuff soon who's working with dexter next weekend or this weekend coming up yeah yeah um all right man um we're also sponsored by tweakedaudio.com tweakedaudio.com uh if you go to tweaked audio you can put in the code tbgwt and you end up getting a bunch of free stuff like 33 percent off and free shipping plus all of the tweaked audio earbuds come with a 33% discount. Um, I mean, come with a lifetime guarantee, 33% discount. Not that that's not important, but a lifetime guarantee, man. Yep. You can't get that on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day, uh, I had my headphones go out on me, so I'm going to tweak the audio. I'm going to buy them myself. 
because uh i believe in the product and uh i also am tired of my motherfucking headphones breaking yes and having to go back up there it's like the people at cvs know me now you know it's like (laughs) oh headphone breaking guy what's up dog i got him right behind the counter i knew you was gonna be back yeah back for some more of those cheap ass headphones that are breaking a month see you in a month what color you want white or black all right the and these headphones you know they're they 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 range from uh you know like 13 dollars all the way up to like 40 and uh some of them come with microphones so yeah, you can like do. use with your phone Phones. unlike the iphone uh ear, earbuds that come with your iphone that break immediately oh and me i take them shits just almost want to throw them in the trash can what's the point of them yeah uh you know you can't pick up a call after a while the mic doesn't work next thing you know an earbuds going out you're missing half of the call like um this is tweakedaudio.com use the code tbgwt and get your 33 percent off get your free shipping get your lifetime warranty treat yourself guys and it helps us out a little bit too every time you buy something on there um all right man let's go ahead and talk about all kinds of stuff first things first i guess we should talk about the most important news going around today uh defiant house delays obamacare government shutdown looms that's right karen obamacare is being delayed Mm-hmm. Them niggas, they get on my nerves, man. It's funny because you know this to me. This is all Democrats' fault. Now I don't mean it as Republicans are blameless. Uh, I just mean like the Democrats kind of give power to gave power to the Republicans because even when they had a supermajority, it was a bullshit, bullshit. supermajority. Because right, like, ha- unlike Republicans, when they get the it, they Democrats put- that are on the fence are like, no, no, no. I'm a blue dog Democrat. I'm not voting for that nope them republicans they if a bill come up they all vote for that shit right like they know how to get unanimous decisions they know how to collectivize um and like fight against stuff and this is all this is is just them collectively shutting shit down you know like it's amazing their resolve at this point you know and it's amazing that they're fight because they are constantly delaying this and you know, at this point, I, it's not even that they're demagoguing it or that the uh, American public doesn't want it. It's simply these, this collection of Republicans that are like, this ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think to me the thing that's very, very um, frustrating is that, how can I say it? Uh, the way our government is designed, it's just a slow-moving process. That's just the way it's designed. Yeah. But at the same time, it's very frustrating because you have a lot of people in office that are literally not for the people. Uh, or they are for the people that give them money. They are really not for the people that, that are broke and poor and cannot fund their issues. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, that's definitely part of it. You know, also there's all kinds of different, like your constituents and your local area might be conservative, mm-hmm. even though you're a Democrat. So you know that voting for this means you won't get reelected. And since politics in America is pretty much the business of being reelected constantly. Yes, it is. You're not going to have people ever put anything on the line and sacrifice a career because they are going to be a career politician. They're not going to go back to the private sector until they're good and old and great. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of these people are just looking at it like, well, this is my opportunity to continue to be reelected. And whether this, I see this as a step forward, a step in the right direction, whether I see this, uh, uh, whether I see uh national healthcare as a positive uh, overall, I'm still not voting for it because it's about me being reelected next time, yeah. which, you know, it's funny because it works both ways. 
a lot of people were like, well, we need to stop career politicians. This is bullshit. But at the same time, a lot of us want politicians who actually listen to their local people that elect them, right? Mm -hmm. So it's funny because the local people that elect these people, a lot of times don't want them to vote for this shit. Mm -hmm. Even if they're a Democrat. They're like, yeah, but I don't care what you're... Like, I will vote for you, but I want you to know that I won't vote for you if you vote against this thing. So it's a catch-22, right? You know? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, uh, he listens to his electorate, but at the same time, like, why you gotta listen to your electorate, dog? Like, this, this can't be your ideals, right? You know? Um, anyway, in a move that makes a government shutdown very likely, House Republicans approved a spending plan early Sunday morning that would delay Obamacare for a year and repeal its tax on medical devices. The temporary budget resolution now goes back to the Senate, where Democrats have consistently said any changes to President Barack Obama's signature health care law is a deal killer. On top of that, Obama has already issued a veto threat. Uh, Washington, if Washington can't reach a deal, a government shutdown will begin at 12.01 a.m. Tuesday. So once again, playing with the lives of real Americans that, you know, are going to stop getting checks, stop being able to come to work, you know, yeah, because. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's a major, major trickle-down effect, and I think that's the thing that pisses so many people off is just the fact that they're going, hey, Y'all not passing shit. I don't get a paycheck. I can't come into work. Y'all not doing what y'all supposed to do. People not getting paid. Shit, so some some whole city shut down. Depending on you know where is that and shit like that. And it's one of those things where it's like, um, okay, my bills don't motherfucker stop running because the government decides that they don't want to motherfucking pay me. Yep. The, the Republicans' first try was to defund Obamacare. Now they're slowly chipping away at it, said Dana Bash, CNN's chief congressional correspondent. They want the president to negotiate. That is their line. The president needs to come to the table and negotiate. You know, this, it's just funny because I think the Amer American ideals are so simple. It's like, well, we elected this person twice on part of his platform was health care. Americans are favorable of it. Mm -hmm. Yet somehow, you know, you just feel like you turn around and it should be done. You know, even years ago, well, Obamacare passed, so it'll start being instituted in a few years. And Republicans are just like, they just know, like, no, it won't be. We will fight every single step of this. You know, the person that lost the election was the one who said, first day, I'm going to repeal Obamacare. First day. You know what I mean? Like, that was his thing. He lost. And mm -hmm. there's... But it feels like these motherfuckers just will not take that L and be like, yeah, we lost. Obviously, the American people want this. It's like, nope, we will continue to fight it, whether that means we shut the government down or not. And, of course, shutting the government down means they don't miss a check. Oh, no. In, fa in fact, they vote every year or every other year, whenever it comes up, to continually raise like, like they get raises like they vote their own raises yeah. but at the same time you're going to turn around and affect people you affect people that are on WIC you affect people on assistance you affect people on Medicaid Medicare like you affect these people you affect the IRS you affect you know people getting their taxes and shit done like this is not 
a, a, a simple, you know, we click the switch and shut shit down and nothing and nothing is affecting. And it's really, really easy for you to shut shit down when it does not affect your paycheck, your children, your livelihood. It's very, very easy to do that. And it's very, very easy to fight against something that even the people that's telling their constituents, no, we don't want this. They want some form of health care. They might not like Obamacare, but they want some form of health care. And so it's amazing how it's like it's, it's like either we get that or we get nothing uh they've also said that they will um they they do believe that a shutdown is you know very likely uh the decision to vote on the house amend amendments overnight emerged from a rare weekend gop caucus meeting called by house speaker john boehner uh the votes taken at the midnight were 231 to 192 for obamacare delay and 248 to 174 for medical device tax repeal Two Democrats broke rank and voted for Obamacare delay, of course. Uh, Mike McIntyre of North Carolina, Jim Matheson of Iowa. Uh, 17 Democrats voted for the tax repeal. Meanwhile, a bill to guarantee uh, pay for military uh, personnel during any shutdown passed 423 to 0 because you can't do anything against the troops, right? Um, and plus that would immediately turn a lot of Americans against the fact that these people are, you know, shutting the government down so it's like well don't worry the troops will get their money guys it's like oh okay that's what they're saying but honestly you don't really know what you mean i mean because they go well y'all still getting y'all money but other shit run on the military you know they look around and let's say the military do get their checks Mm -hmm. um are they still gonna go out and purchase things because they be like okay i hear y'all but we don't know when y'all might decide to say fuck us too Mm mm-hmm and not, I mean, they may or may not, either. they may or may not, but it's still more of a political move because the whole point that they're doing there is just so that people won't go, oh, you guys don't support the troops because you can't not support the troops, which to me, uh, you know, no offense to our military personnel people out there, but to me, it's kind of bullshit because they're only using the military as pawns in this case. Yes, they are. They're, they're not actually like, this is their, like, honestly, if we wanted to really attack spending in this country, Part of our spending has to be to cut military funding. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to hear that At because all. it makes you sound unpatriotic. But if if it was us just saying we need to ramp down on this and this means military cuts are going to happen too, that's when you know people are being serious and you're not being serious when you go, well, we'll make sure that the military gets paid because uh they're the military and I don't want to get in trouble. Like they just don't want to get in trouble. Um, House Republicans have said they wanted to stop as much of the president's health law as possible. The medical device tax is one of the more controversial taxes in the law. Um, and Republicans say it sends jobs overseas, which, uh, they have no problem with, with American jobs until, uh, it's about Obamacare. And, and is it just me or I've seen a huge, I don't know where other people are in the country, but I've seen a huge ass increase of all these anti-Obamacare commercials that's been flooding my goddamn TV, and the people just say, "Well, it's because of what state we're in." But go ahead. Okay, and the, and and like I said, and then maybe because my mind is already made up. But the people sound motherfucking ignorant when they do the commercials, you know. Um, and it's like unless you do something spectacular, there's nothing you could do to make me think that Obamacare. Is it beneficial in some way, shape, or form to majority of Americans? Now, yeah. they will affect some Americans in some negative ways. Please don't get me wrong. And it will cost some people more money. Don't get me wrong on that, too. But most Americans will benefit in some way, shape, or form 
from this. You have, and the funny part about it is that when you talk to most people about it, they don't even know the bill because it's so confusing to most Americans. They just hear rhetoric. They just hear people talking about the government shut down. A lot of people don't even do their research and, and find out. Men and women both get annuals free down. You know, uh, shit that you either had to pay for out of your pocket or either you, your insurance paid for a year. I know as women, your insurance paid for a year and for some insurance companies, you pay for the off year. And, um, Things like paying for mammograms and all kinds of shit that people had to pay for out of pocket. Now, if you have uh, children, you can uh, keep them on your insurance until the age of like 24, 25. You used to have to end that at 18. You know, a lot of parents with children going to college are benefiting, you know, from these things. And um, I think the thing that frustrates me the most, every, every single day, somebody's filing bankrupt off of medical bills somebody somebody is mm -hmm. and that's not going to go away and in fact it's going to get worse yeah and well like the thing is a lot of this is because a certain amount of people in america aren't insured yes. and because it's not the majority of americans and because in america if you have a job and you work 40 hours a week you pretty much are guaranteed insurance um of some some sort of coverage um people are really separated from the idea of what it's like to not have health insurance mm -hmm. until something happens to them. Until, so until you lose your job and you looking at that Cobra, like God almighty, I don't have a thousand dollars a month to pay because instead of the at 60 to 80% that your insurance companies pay, you're getting that whole damn bill. Right. So you have that idea, which is, you know, fundamentally so many Americans are just, they just are disconnected from that reality. Yes, they are. Even though it is the number one cause of bankruptcy in America, um, so many people don't know it until it happens. Like to them. And even with a good, even with insurance, some of this shit is still going to bankrupt you, you know? Yep. One of the things that I do like about Obamacare, because people are like, well, my costs will go up. Um, it actually makes sense to me that some of your costs should go up because yes. it invests you in your own health as opposed to um you know the way that that it is now where insurance companies were kind of seen as the protector from you having any type of health issues like mm -hmm. well why worry about it i got insurance you know but now it's like well you know uh they used to cover more of your medication and and here's the thing this the the reduction in insurance uh companies paying for shit was happening already yes it was and and the increased cost of having insurance was happening already yes yet somehow people are you know um, it's like they get so up up in arms about the government doing anything that they completely lose the fact that uh you know shit is out of control as is and it's unsustainable like very if you don't i guess if you don't have any healthcare intervention we're already headed for hell. We're already headed for hell. Headed for hell in a handbag, right? Yes. So you need some sort of plan, something, and a lot of the uh plans that Republicans were putting forward to offset, like instead of being instead of Obamacare, we should do this, weren't realistic solutions because the money wasn't in it. It was like, well, if we just stop medical malpractice suits, it's like, well, that's only just the insurance on the doctors being sued. But it actually, as a actual percentage of increase for health insurance, it don't. It won't affect anybody's uh, enough to lower health. It won't even offset just the increases in health insurance. Yes. Like it's not enough. Yeah, you know. And, and and I think that the thing about it 
is that uh, when you talk to people about it, a lot of people, like you say, they have that separation. And a lot of people are very, very unrealistic. Unless the government be like, you know what, we're going to start letting motherfuckers die. If they go, okay, if you don't have insurance, you come in here. We ha- and pri- Private hospitals actually can't refuse you. But uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to let motherfuckers die. People will be clamoring to pay for this. Well, but- as long as we have the Hippocratic Oath in America, this will ne- that will never happen. And that is the thing is people, there's so many people in America already who use the emergency, uh, the emergency room as their primary physician. Yes, like, they do. That I have an issue. I have to go to the emergency room. I give them a fake name or they get my real name. I never fucking pay that bill. Like, I don't plan on it. I don't I have the money. It. I, yeah, I don't have the money and I don't want, and I'm not going to pay it. And people just act like that cost goes nowhere, but that is where our money is at. Like, Right now, you have so many people that are just completely off the off the the reservation as far as uh being able to keep uh track of their 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 health care costs because they're just not paying their part and it's kind of funny because you would think that fiscal responsibility was which was supposed to be like a huge republican um talking point you know it's supposed to be a huge republican ideal fiscal responsibility people paying their fair share people that abuse systems being called to task this is a situation where people are abusing the healthcare system because they're going to the er and then they're going i can't pay this i'm not going to pay this yeah and we can't even keep track of that and it and the spending could you know it's it's starting to not even starting it has trickled into everybody else's bill now a bottle of aspirin is a hundred dollars because a mo- a, you know 10 other motherfuckers took a bottle of aspirin and was like i ain't paying for this shit yeah so so the thing is uh when you already have that type of healthcare crisis on your hand uh people don't want to uh accept that 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 is an issue already so yeah and and this was originally a republican ideal the, mm-hmm. the idea of um national healthcare. care Id- even in uh certain states it was pushed by republicans but now, obviously, Obama pushes it, and it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And so we're all the way back to, to step one. Yeah, you know? and you have a lot of states that are like, fuck y'all, we're not even doing it. So right. fuck the majority of people that would have extended the thousands and thousands of people that would have been covered. Fuck all y'all. Right. And so basically, Obama has said that, President Obama has said, if you guys try to present any changes to this, if you guys try to present me with uh which they have just voted for, I will veto this. Like I will yeah. not I'm not entertaining this. Yeah, we it's not. my bill or nothing. Uh so what they're because they're playing politics, what Republicans are just gonna be like is well see he's shutting down the government because he vetoed what we said, our reasonable blah blah blah. And it's like, well, he told you no changes. I'm not backing down off Before of this. Before you voted on the shit and you was like, well, fuck you. He's like, okay, you think I'm playing? Here's yeah. that bill right back. No. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting because I'm pretty sure they're going to, you know, turn. And, and it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm of two minds. Like, just the idea of the word Obamacare bothers me because it's supposed like they're trying to turn it into a negative, associate this with the president. And, and this is like, you know uh the government reaching into your vagina and doing such and such which is what we advocate on the state level but yeah, yes, this is y'all a, do but yes, this is like the government do. telling you what to do and all this shit 
and they try to associate it with the president and all this stuff but on the one on the other hand i'm kind of like i'm glad it's associated with the president because i actually do believe in this legislation and i don't think associated with it i think this will be something we look back in years and be like yo this was good like i'm glad that it's associated with that president because it's the thing that helped me get on birth control when i didn't have insurance Ain't it's that the thing the truth. you know it's the thing that uh got me where i could go to a doctor and get a get a physical um uh, for for free for as a male um and you know, female without having to pay out of pocket without having to pay copay because the thing right. the thing about it well a lot of people fail to realize i can't speak for everybody but i'm not trying to be funny sometimes the motherfucking copays ain't no joke yeah when, of course you know but, you got thirty dollars mm-hmm. fifty dollars twenty five dollars you you know you're like shit do i really have that to sac honestly to sacrifice out of my budget not to mention like you know some of the other benefits of having your kids on your insurance until they're like 25 um people that um are able to get insurance with pre-existing conditions Mm -hmm. these kind of things are things that everyday americans face all the time and i i can't wait till we take these for granted and we just go oh yeah because obamacare that's true you know i've already heard people you know uh keith malley from keith and the girl he was talking about going to going into the hospital last year and he's like, yeah, you know, they work with you on your bill and all this stuff. And he's like, a lot, you know, I don't understand it all, but some of it's because of Obamacare. Shit like that. Yeah. Where we're just like, yo, I don't even get it, but I know that this thing helped me out. And I really think what Republicans are trying to do at this point is a last ditch effort to keep it from passing because the second that people actually see the benefits of it <laughs> yes. and get used to it, people are going to be like, y'all are out of your fucking mind. Nice. This is fine. You know, this is actually reducing costs overall for people. This is actually getting people involved in their health care. You know, our country is at a crisis, man. We have obesity crisis. We have diabetes mm-hmm. crisis. Uh, like we, we are at a crisis point and yet no one wants to foot the bill for anything. Anything. No one wants to sacrifice for anything. And that's all this is, is we're Republicans delaying another, you know, idea of us having to sacrifice anything in America because uh reasons you know what i mean um all right let's talk about something else too um kanye west mm-hmm. he has a beef with jimmy kimmel uh we talked about a little bit by his interview i think uh, did we talk about that on this show Mm-mm. well he had an interview um where he uh talked about you know all kinds of stuff like just uh being just art um be hip-hop being a new rock and roll uh controlling your image not being able you know racism even at a level where he's at in his life where you know he feels that he's accomplished a certain amount yet uh people uh still aren't recognizing it people still aren't giving him a chance um when it comes to like fashion and things like that and that if he was a white person this wouldn't be considered considered all crazy like this you know, but apparently, uh, he feels like, well, because I'm black, we have to deal with, you know, I have to deal with this bullshit. Um, obviously he was making many Kanye isms where he says, uh, <laughs> rap, rap is the new rock and roll. We, the new rock stars, I'm the biggest of them all. I'm the number one rock star on the planet. That's kind of basically what people took from the hour long conversation because, you know, that's the easiest way to frame Kanye and not really pay attention uh to anything he said um 
like he, he 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 i saw him giving props to certain people and stuff like he says i w- i would not be kanye west if it wasn't for michael jackson i was able to ascend to massive heights i've got to a point where michael jackson did not break down i was what that i've got to a point that michael jackson did and not broke down i have reached the glass ceiling as a creative person as a celebrity and i i've been at it for 10 years so um he's talking about how he's trying to basically like increase his control over just his brands and get people to invest in him launch fashion lines things of this nature and he's saying i'm having issues with that because i'm a black person it's kind of a glass ceiling to that where people are like no don't invest in this person you know uh i looked around and i say wait a minute there's no one around here that looks like me uh if they are they're quiet as fuck so that means wait a second now we're seriously in a civil rights movement um which is funny because to me a lot with kanye is like he's so aware of certain shit and hypersensitive to certain things Mm -hmm. but that's all that's like his gift and his curse yes it is it's like he notices shit like that where it's like man there are no black people in this room of movers shakers it's just me that's crazy this you know this this might be racist is this this is racist you know yeah he'll say it a lot of people just look around and keep it going jay-z is more realized than me more of his dreams and aspirations have come true you don't realize i'm so frustrated like i've got so much i want to give i've got a million people telling me why i can't do it i know how to make perfect that's not what i'm here to do he added i'm here to crack the pavement and make new grounds uh sonically and culturally um so you know that was just and that's just part one of the video that he said all this in um but uh people have had different reactions to it most people of course have tried to frame it as kanye west egomaniac he thinks he's the best person ever he thinks he makes perfect music uh you know that 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 whole like he's a joke basically jimmy kimmel made a skit where he basically inserted a kid saying all of kanye west like different kanye west quotes from the interview um and people were like okay uh you know i guess you know some people might thought it was funny some people didn't it's kind of what the show does they mock things it's a comedy show um here's a video last night and i asked people should we pursue this as a story tomorrow and uh several people wrote back sam you're too good for this which i appreciated kanye west very upset with funny man jimmy kimmel earlier this week Kanye gave a personal interview to the BBC. It was Kanye and this journalist in a recording studio. And they went back and forth for quite a while. Well, uh, Jimmy Kimmel did a skit mocking that segment here. Even if been in a room sat in Kanye West just sat down for an hour-long interview with BBC Radio 1. And uh, you're not going to believe this, but he said a lot of weird stuff. So we thought it might be fun to simplify it. And what we did is we took the actual transcript from this interview and we hired two children to uh, act it out for us. It's kind of a... Think of this as a uh, very modern take on the school play. Rap is new rock and roll. We're the rock stars, and I'm the biggest of all of them. Well, that that's sort of a truncated version of it. Right, but uh, right. in any way, the spoof outraged Kanye. He took to Twitter with this message, quote, Jimmy Kimmel is out of line to try and spoof in any way the first piece of honest media in years. Kimmel responded with his own tweet. Apparently, Kanye is very, very angry with me. It's not too much trouble. Kanye, would you mind using my uh, Twitter hashtag at Jimmy Kimmel? Thank you. It, it goes on. There's a whole explanation last night. And here is the little boy who cried wolf rub 
And is, is Allie talking to them today? I know she's at the... Okay. Yes. Uh, she is at a festival that, that, that they, Jimmy and, and family... Yeah, sponsor. exactly. They, they, they sponsor right. it, so he's going to talk with Allie later All right. uh, on the kitchen. Here is Allie's job to find out if it's real or not because of the last big media hoopla with the twerking girl who caught on fire. Right. That was a... a Yes. Okay, well, the reason I would say it's real, if right. you read all of Kanye's tweets, they're, yeah, very they're, vulgar. Vulgar. they're vulgar. Yeah, they're very yeah. Vulgar, vulgar, and I would not... A lot of anger. Of yeah, a lot of anger. As a matter of fact, I think he's doing himself a disservice by reacting to it. Right. Well, I think, he, I think he's you kind think? of his own worst enemy, uh, like, uh, pick a number. But in any event, we will detail this... A all right, so, I'll read the actual tweets, because I was... I think we were out at dinner or something, and mm -hmm. I was like reading these i was like karen are you seeing this shit on twitter and she's like now um what's going on uh kanye west after being spoofed he um went to twitter and this is all cast lock um and has definitely uh inspired one of my favorite hashtags of all time uh he says sarah silverman is a thousand times funnier than you and the whole world knows it talking about jimmy kimmel uh which i think is debatable very close very very close yeah uh who you made it clear to me, who you made it clear to me wasn't your family when I went was on the phone with you five minutes ago, you manipulative media motherfucker. Uh so basically saying like uh you were like Sarah Silverman uh is not family, you know, even though that was like his former I think girlfriend or wife, I can't remember. I like you, you know me, I went to your family's wedding, he says. Should I do a spoof about your face? Um <laughs> <laughs> Or you fucking Ben Affleck. No disrespect to Ben Affleck. All disrespect to Jimmy Kimmel. Four exclamation points. Oh, Lord. You can't put yourself in my shoes. Your face looks crazy. Is that funny? Or if I had a kid say it, would it be funny? Jimmy Kimmel, put yourself in my shoes. Oh, no. That means you would have gotten too much good pussy in your life. Oh, Lord. That's my, <laughs> That's my favorite. Jimmy Kimmel, don't take it as a joke. You don't have scumbags hopping over your fences trying to take pictures of your daughter. Jimmy Kimmel was out of line to try and spoof it anyway. The first piece of honest media in years. Um, so yeah, he was, I mean, he, he basically went in on them. Um, and it, it, it was just kind of like, I don't know. It was, it was like to me, I felt like his frustration comes from the fact that he feels that he's not taken seriously, uh, when it comes to, uh, like fashion. Mm -hmm. Uh, when it comes to people investing in them, um, when it comes to just his image compared to his contemporaries, uh, he feels like he's not taken se seriously. Now, part of this is obviously his fault, man. Like he flies off the handle. He, uh, you know, he's so emotional. Um, he says so much shit without like any cooth, any context to it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you can't be the same guy that gets drunk and goes on stage at award shows snatches awards out of people's hand basically and 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 even though you're telling the truth you can't be that guy and then expect people to always 100 percent take you serious and especially feel like you're not mockable That's you are true. highly you know you're, you're highly mockable yeah like yeah. to me his number one thing is that he can't really take a joke but we've i think we've known this from day one like i actually played before the show in the warm-up his first album the last call the last song on the album where he basically from his perspective breaks down why he feels everyone slept on him this is his first album and he, he like in it he's taking the task jay-z dame dash 
uh different record companies like he he's basically taking it to people like hey i'm the man and you motherfuckers all slept on me and all underestimated me and look at this album i put out keep in mind no one has heard the album yet like this is the outro to his album so this is the first time you heard the album and he's telling you like i am he's calling his shot like i am great i'm going to be great everybody should have should have fucked with me from the beginning everybody messed up dame and jay-z and all y'all got lucky because y'all ended up signing me because the shit fell through with another company so you know he's like he's always been the kind of honest to a fault type of person right yep um and highly emotional and all this shit so which can be good and bad yeah on the one hand i completely understand why kimmel is making i mean kimmel's got a job to do he's making jokes you know yeah you was top story so yeah i completely get why kimmel would approach it the way he did that being said it pretty much confirmed exactly what kanye was saying in the interview which was he's not taken seriously and he's definitely treated in a less than serious light partially because he's a black artistic celebrity in america and our black artists are always kind of put to a double standard they're always kind of marginalized they're always kind of seen this way i mean there's been people that are much more volatile than kanye west you know with actual off the you know off the mic issues yes it's constantly being snapped by tmz and constantly being put in our face but everybody glosses across that and go with they just being themselves well i'm not just talking about that i'm talking about crime i'm talking about oh yeah real crimes yeah i'm talking about people that hurt other people people that have gotten away with you know uh there's people that you know uh celebrities that 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 should have been marginalized you know that have huge egos and and the thing is when a say a, a an actor or somebody that is white has a huge ego unless they're not talented it's kind of just brushed aside aside you yes, know what it i mean is. It's, it's acceptable but kanye west is talented so Very. and for the most part i can't think of anything he said that's not true so it's like that that catch 22 where it's like yo he telling the truth you know what i mean like what did he say of substance in that interview that people were like that's not true nothing and like i was telling you at the dinner table and i with all my heart i believe this black anger is not considered anger and black anger and black rage is very easily dismissed regardless of what you're saying or the or the content of your words or how articulate you may be the second your tone changes and the tone goes from talking like a reasonable rational person mm. to being angry people have a tendency to dismiss you but for some reason when people of other races and other cultures do this it's considered passionate it's considered you know you telling them like it is but at the same time that goes back to a lot of the things i said before because when we bring shit up black people bring shit up even even when you bring shit up in areas where it's predominantly white a lot of times it's easier to dismiss people than to literally hear the content of what they're saying because if you dismiss them you don't have to take them seriously yeah i was dismissive of kanye until so many people dismissed him and then i was like he's like it's kind of weird because he's saying something and it's true and people are just kind of killing the messenger yes and i think a lot of this actually comes from the fact that He's a black man in America that's not humble and yes. he and he knows what he's worth. Yeah. And people will always reject that. And 
i've had people that you know when i brought this up on twitter a couple people tried to come at me on some like man don't even try to eject race into this because race has nothing to do with it um sit down and shut the fuck up because basically it's a pattern in america Mm -hmm. it's the same shit that happened with lebron james after the decision yes it's the same you know like every time a black person it's the same thing that happened to jay-z when he said his presence is charity every time a black male black person black you know black a person of minority that is not the mainstream white media personality steps up and says some real shit like that where they actually are saying i know what i'm worth they will always be kind of seen as the uppity negro that needs to be shut down and needs to be put in his place and i think the fact that jimmy kimmel chose to go the route of let's put a child in this situation as an insert for kanye west does kind of harken back to some of that the black male is still a child he's still a boy type of you know old school racism that uh it will like it's not a vacuum that you're putting this out here in no it's not and it the fact that you chose to do that to this person is going to affect some people it's going to bother some people and possibly even kanye west because we're going so the dude sat down and said some real shit in the interview and it's just going to be a joke to you because obviously uh who the fuck is kanye west to say more people to say that he's the number one rock star to say that hip-hop is the new rock and roll and that he's the number one rock star in the world who who was who kanye west to say that who was kanye west to say his fashion line should be uh more invested in and be more you know uh, he should be get more respect in the in the fashion industry even than what he's getting right now who is he to say that you know what i mean this is idea like and i know that a lot of people are just negatively affected by the fact that someone has an ego and a lot of people are just weak like that like it bothers them that someone has confidence in themselves and especially when we feel that you should only be allotted a certain amount of confidence in your shoes like i don't think kanye west should be able to feel like he's the best at anything he should just be happy and humble and glad that he even made it and even got a chance why the fuck does he feel like he should be a star and the problem i have with that is who are you to put restrictions on my confidence who are you to tell me how i should feel about the shit that i've sacrificed what i've took the time and i've done who are you to make this decision for me they do it because they're threatened though like people do you know it's kind of like when the people uh at greg and a were talking about us and they were like rod's ego is out of control you know what i mean it's like who fucking tells you to decide what i can think about myself you know what i mean because i said you don't get to be racist and harass me and my wife I, I, my ego's out of control because you feel like I should not be in a position where I can comment back. Even the people in this interview are like, well, he did suffer disservice by even saying anything. You should just ignore this. Who the fuck are you? No one's talking and, about you. And that goes- like that, like it's so easy to just be like what someone should be when it's not you because that's right. You're, you know, you don't see yourself in that situation no. because you have a cap on your dreams. You have a cap on what you think is even to be accomplished. You have a cap on things to a point where you can't even imagine it. Like, yeah, if you could actually imagine someone hopping over fences to take pictures of you and your child invading your private property, your private space, not letting you get a moment to breathe. 
it would you would start to be like yo i see why you have to cuss a motherfucker out every once in a while you know yeah but because it's not happening to you you cannot fathom that it becomes an issue and honestly my personal opinion uh regardless of what you think about kanye regardless of how sensitive he is regardless if you love or hate his music uh, a lot of times he speaks the truth when it comes to race and racism. I don't agree with everything he says, but I understand his anger and I understand his his bitterness towards how he's being treated when he sees people with less talent than him. People that put shit out and then not sales, but he put a motherfucking shoe out and t-shirts out and them shits fly off the rack and he cannot get anybody to support his line. And, pe- and people act like uh not only him that black people don't deal with this every day where you work twice as hard you do what you've been told as far as you know how black people black people tell black people if you are great at something you have to work 10 times better than anybody else to even be recognized and kanye is like i've done that motherfucking shit and i'm still not being goddamn recognized i'm tired of it yes yeah, all but it's all well and good until you actually say it like yes it's, it's kind of like racism if you talk to any person in general, they will agree with you that racism exists and it's still bad and things need to improve. But if you say, hey, something racist happened to me, all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're just looking too much into it. I don't know if racist stuff still happens to people like that and blah, blah, blah. Where it's, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, we agree that there's a double standard. We agree that black celebrity is seen as this way. And then Kanye goes, yeah, it is. It happened to me. And people are like, well, well, wait a minute. Not you. I mean, it probably didn't. Uh, we, you know, it doesn't happen that often. So it's kind of like that double, you know, that, that part of it. Um, mm-hmm. the other thing is it's a part of a trend. You know, it's the LeBron James backlash and people know I've gone on Twitter and found, just put in LeBron James nigger after any time LeBron James accomplishes something. And I can't keep up with the tweets. I can't. Oh, it's. I've looked for at the, seconds it, it'll light your timeline up yeah and for people that are like well there's nothing racial about it go look at the comment section of anybody that talked about this you know what i mean go look at the comment section of any site that talked about this shit tell me race has nothing to do with kanye west race has everything to do with him because he's still a black man in america you know what i mean when even uh watch the throne is one of the more uh pro-black albums of our time like mm-hmm. is but it's completely like sort of uh eclipsed by the idea of he's a celebrity and he black what the fuck does he know what he's talking about he should be happy to be even fucking doing this shit the lebron james backlash to me is the same as the kanye backlash you know um even like even i remember when kanye kind of crossed over into that well now it's time to like belittle this dude and it was after he was on the katrina uh charity um show on 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 tv it was like i don't remember if it was snl or if it was just like some of the people from snl were there but when he said that george bush doesn't like black people on live national television and ever since that point it that i honestly don't know how anybody could argue with at the time which you know once again falling into that kanye tells the truth a little you know, he says it in a way that might not have much, most, much, much cooth to it, but I didn't find anyone that would disagree with him. Uh, but when he says George Bush doesn't like black people and all of a sudden he's a marked man, like from that point on, it has not been the same. Like the time of media attention he got after that is completely different than before that. And like I said, he's his own worst enemy sometimes because yes, he, he does stupid shit, you know, th- that 
in his because he feels like he uh you know he's that kind of person that feels always justified so it to him getting drunk and going to all these award shows getting kicked out when his album didn't win uh taking the stage when when taylor swift won an award and shit like that to him that's just all like excusable you know what i mean but to white america it's not like no it's not these are major violations of the code quote unquote and he's a you know he's a button pusher he's a code uh breaker or whatever so he has to take the backlash of that but i think that there's a lot to it uh to the fact that part part of this is gonna always be racial because we're in the same society that thinks woody allen is a genius we're in the yes. same we're in the same society that thinks roman polanski is a genius you know what i mean less than kids right like we're in the same society that somehow feels that we can overlook other people's shortcomings uh because of their artistic genius and their artistic merit but somehow kanye west is out of line you know what i mean so i i get it you know there's 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 some legit reasons to dislike the dude there's some non-racial reasons to dislike the dude i don't think everyone that dislikes him is somehow racially motivated me either and you but have, i think and that, i think people do have valid reasons like don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but like a, that goes back to before you can't dismiss the message though yeah i just think you can't deny that racial uh politics plays some part in the coverage of kanye west and mm-hmm. all other black celebrities as well but you know they're always kind of being this, this is not uh you know molly cyrus uh twerking and talking about smoking weed you know what i mean this isn't um whatever that chick who was last year that got high and threw a bong out the window and started wearing a crazy wig and all this shit like these are people with talent is that amanda Bynes? yeah amanda but this is amanda Bynes. this is someone with talent then they just had controversial things to say and all of a sudden it's let's make him a little boy in this skit so i get why he's mad i'm not like i said i, I get why he's mad i do do um all right we got other articles to talk about not really current events but just crazy stuff um this is my favorite person of today there is a 111 year old woman mm-hmm. and they were asking her as, as they do when people get old they always go hey how'd you uh how'd you get this old you know what is the secret to being an old woman her name is dorothy and she says the secret to her long life mm-hmm. 20 cigarettes a day a pint of sherry for breakfast <laughs> and never having kids i love this woman yeah she on it widow dorothy has enjoyed a tipple for years and has smoked for most of her life she said i drank regularly throughout the day in the morning i had half a pint of sherry for lunch a gin and tonic and around 7 p.m a small ginger ale and a bit of whiskey <laughs> this one's for you uh these days uh i just have a sherry now and again I decided to pick a, I decided to pack in smoking when I was 103. I got bronchitis and the doctor warned me my life was in danger. I used to smoke 20 a day, but not anymore. I've been tempted to do the odd cig at Christmas or New Year's along with pink champagne, which is my favorite drink of all time. <laughs> like a boss. So much for smoking and drinking isn't good for you. I'm living proof that a little of what, what you fancy does you good. And I think not having kids, ah! I think not having kids is helped. That's probably why I look and feel so good. 
I hear you, Dorothy. Go and get it, girl. <laughs> Dorothy of Rottleton, East Yorkshire, vividly remembers the sinking of the Titanic and being bombed out twice in the war. And she, when she lived and worked as a secretary in Hull. Shit. Yeah. Dorothy I got to remember that is a long ass time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dorothy got stories. Shit. She lived through the Great Depression and everything. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. That's right. She said everyone was really shocked when the Titanic sank. There was sadness everywhere. I've lived through two world wars. In the second, the shelter I was in was bombed, and I wasn't scared, really. Probably because she was drunk off her ass. Shit. I, yeah, woo, that, wow. You, yeah, so she went through the first one and the second one? Mm-hmm. Wow. A bomb fell next door, and my neighbors were killed. That was sad. Dorothy, was li- Dorothy has lived in residential care for the past 13 years. Her key worker, Allison Gibson, said she gives us a run for our money. She is wonderful and is independent. Loves to choose her own clothes and dress herself. She will not wear slippers and insist on wearing her bespoke court shoes with a two-inch heel. Oh, Lord! <laughs> She's very elegant and knows her own mind. The oldest woman in the UK is Grace Adelaide Jones, who's 113, lives in Bermondsey, Southeast London. So, yeah. Shout out to Dorothy. She They got a picture of her holding up a glass with a thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> fucks with Dorothy, man. Uh, did you know that, uh, dolphins might not be as clever as people think? Oh, shit. That's right, Karen. They is fish now. Not so clever, Flipper. Experts say dolphins whistling isn't really language, and they may be no smarter than chickens or even worms. New studies say behavioral studies into dolphin intelligence are flawed. That's right, y'all. Experts say mammals' larger brain size is simply to survive in cold water other animals proven to have a sophisticated communication methods. That's right, y'all. Apparently, dolphin-ass dolphins <laughs> are out here perpetrating in these streets. And researchers are saying it. Dolphins may be more stupid than goldfish, chickens, and even mealworms, new research suggests. Oh, my. Scientists say the idea that the animals have equal or superior intelligence to humans and apes is unfounded and that many of the skills attributed to them, such as the ability to use tools and communicate with complex language, are either shared with other animals or are simply urban myths. In a new paper, neurologist Paul Manger of the University of Witwatersrand, wait, Witwatersrand, in South Africa says behavioral studies involving dolphins are flawed and therefore not very informative. We put them on a pedestal for no reason and projected a lot of our desires and wishes on them, said Manger. The idea of the exceptionally intelligent dolphin is a myth. Whereas goldfish placed in a bowl trying to jump out to freedom, uh, dolphins rarely try to escape when they are caught in nets. While zoologists have observed that uh, dolphins can- ain't got no hands. Well, I mean, they would try it though. They could still try. While zoologists have observed the dolphins can distinguish between, can distinguish between concepts many and few, he suggests the same ability has also been demonstrated in yellow mealworms. Oh, well then they know smarter humans because you put some humans in some nets and they can't get out. So are we dumber than dolphins? Man- Manger says the evidence that dolphins have learned sophisticated tools uses flimsy based on its on the fact that some bottlenose dolphins in Australia's west coast have learned to hold sponges in their snouts to help them find food on the ocean's floor. Exactly what the dolphins do with the sponges remains unknown, he said. <laughs> While researchers have been able to teach bottlenose dolphins to recognize an alphabet or as many as 40 symbols, oh, Manger points out that African gray parrots and California seal lions have also managed the same feat. 
and while much has been made about the dolphin's ability to identify itself with a signature whistle experts now say that that is not a complex language it says no more unusual than the tail wagging dances of bees or the signature acoustic signals made by other marine animals a new book by justin gregg a zoologist with the u.s based dolphin communication project is also seeking to bring to light this research that can strip the animal of its title of the brain box of the seas it's probably not the case that dolphins have their own language which is as complex as human language said greg an expert in animal communication the book entitled are dolphins really smart even suggest that <laughs> even suggested that animals enough huh that's a simple enough title yeah straight to the point even suggested that animals relatively large brains are misleading in terms of proven intelligence many other species from sharks to earwigs to rats lead equally wondrous and worthy lives he said um dolphins have larger brains than many mammals mammals uh so so they're all smarter than us no they have larger brains oh they doesn't mean they're smarter (laughs) that's Uh, bigger if they weren't so if they were so damn smart why are they in my tuna you know what i'm saying i don't know they delicious in tuna 1800 grams uh and 0.09 percent of its average body weight the same brain the body weight percentage of a chimpanzee but manga suggested the whale's brains have to be larger to prevent them from becoming hypothermic and therefore useless in cold water and that the extra mass is due to an unusually high density in the gillow cells gillow cells which work to keep the brain warm yeah i've never heard a dolphin podcast that's a good point <laughs> aside from this dolphins have a relatively simple brain structure manager manga said added the essential features of a complex neural processing of information is observed that other mammals are missing and poorly developed uh or poorly developed while some researchers are still sticking up for the dolphin with fans of the dolphin even calling for manga's suspension from his from this university when he first questioned the special features of the whale brain in 2006. So they wanted him kicked out for even, for even wondering. They're like, look, we love dolphins. Get out of here with that bullshit. They smart. Wow. Looks like they were telling a whale tale. (laughs) Karsten Brinsing, a marine biologist with the organization whale and dolphin conservation, WDC. Damn, whale and dolphin. Where do these people come from? He said, to put it bluntly, most of this is bullshit. Nah, he sounds mad. Upset. Adding those the those with a downer on the dolphin have lost sight of the total package when they make basic comparison with other animals' individual abilities. You can use similar arguments to prove that people aren't intelligent, Carson said. Yes, you can. Can you? Well do it right now then, Karen. Yeah, I just people are stupid. How so? I mean use, um, use the same arguments. You just you, saying You ha you have monkeys that take better care of, of of their offspring than people do. Mm, not on a not universally i've never seen a bus take a monkey to school no i've never seen a bus take mm-hmm. a monkey to school but uh, i've seen monkeys take better care and don't leave their babies out on the streets those are like the worst human beings yeah <laughs> they're talking about <laughs> dolphins as a whole uh laurie marino a neuro neuroscientist at emory university in atlanta said we shouldn't dismiss decades of peer-reviewed scientific work because that's how we make our money Marino That's said right. that are overwhelming indications that dolphins possess a high degree of intelligence, including their ability to work together to encircle schools of fish, cultivate. Well, that's what sharks do. Cultivate relationships, <laughs> form networks to fight for power, and even or and even they spoil each other with their own form of petting behavior. Yes, put your flippers up, y'all. Marino said. Marino said that the psychologist Diana Reese. Have proven dolphins can show self-recognition after they appear to admire themselves in mirrors. 
attacked or they could just be like look another dolphin and try to attack it who knows not even attack it just oh look it's another dolphin Uh, (laughs) looks just like me yeah through that window over there uh after they have also when they have been painted with special markings uh but manger said interpretations of behavior based on personal bias are not helpful conservation strategies should not be based on unrealistic expectations he said we have to stop describing them as special so yeah i i think this dude could be on to something you know i'm not i'm not one to, to try to down him for that saying that uh grand theft auto 5 developer rockstar has been forced to come out and defend los santos police force against claims of racial discrimination from gamers what the world has been absorbed by the free roaming game of the over the past week which has broken sales records and been critically acclaimed for its immersive gaming experience and realism some players have been irked by what they see as racial profiling by the in-game police however purportedly like experienced police don't racial profile okay purportedly experienced when playing as the game's only black protagonist franklin walked up to a cop as franklin cop dropped his coffee and said back the fuck up then shot me in the face for no reason hashtag racist hashtag gta5 um how do we know he, you wouldn't be in, he wouldn't be threatened i mean maybe he had a gun in his hand i mean who knows you know you're not te- you're not telling the, the whole story what did franklin have on anytime i'm franklin i get chased by cops for a disturbance this never happens to michael or trevor the gta cops are racist the Grand Theft Auto series is known for satire and social commentary, but Rockstar insists that in-game police do not have a proclivity towards arresting black people. The developer told BuzzFeed this is absolutely false. The in-game police don't treat one lead character any different from the others. I believe that. More likely, players choose to commit crimes in broad daylight or sorted weapons might be the reason for excessive police attention, something oh. that can be remedied with a painfully obvious but useful GTA tip that surfaced earlier this week. Oh, either, uh, did they say how many stars they had? I know you said your stars matter too. Yeah, obviously, but that's after you do a crime, Karen. Okay, but he didn't say if he committed a crime and I just, I walked up to the police, police shot me in the face. Um, what do you mean? No, he didn't, you know, he just said I walked up to police, police shot me in the face. It's like, okay, did you commit any crime? Yeah, you like, could have your gun out. True. That's all you have to have to get shot by the police. And yeah, in real life, cause they don't know if their life's in danger. Yeah. Um, one thing you, that, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's just crazy because, uh they're those are just tweets like they need video of this you can't yes just say they do that, you know? no you can't but it's just funny that they would have to come out like i actually bet rockstar is a little like kicking themselves like shit we should have thought of that yeah because they actually have some references to trayvon martin in there wow some references to racism like and just the idea of race and stuff like that in the game you know so i wouldn't mm. have been surprised if they would have done it but they didn't so they probably was like, like we gonna put yeah. a spoof on life yeah basically i love it um uh comedian punched a dc journalist over some tweets oh shit apparently it's the same comedian that had ish- that uh friend of the show jl coven had issues with before Uh-oh. like a guy that like stalked him online negatively reviewed his youtube videos and oh so he sounded he got some issues mm-hmm. uh the thing that's funny though is the way that people are framing it is that this person was at the DC Improv, this, this journalist, um, and because he wrote some snarky tweets, this comedian came up and punched him. And that's the end of it. Like, you know, and then they called the police. 
uh being snarky can get you punched and punching can get you arrested that's what daily beast correspondent josh rogan found out wednesday night at washington's improv a dupont circle comedy club where comedian dan nanian uh dan nanian a stand-up comic who has toured with jerry seinfeld and jerry shandling was doing his act rogan who was live tweeting the event had earlier mentioned that cnn's candy crowley was bombing sent uh sent out several tweets uh during nanian's set criticizing his jokes Dan Nanian was funny until he dusted off a 2000, his 2005 Katrina jokes in a gratingly bad George W. Bush impression. Rogan wrote, Dan Nanian wants, makes his umpteenth joke about how agents can't distinguish between the letters L and R. Election, erection, we get it. Rogan added. Minutes later, Nanian approached the writer at his table in the back, reports the Washington Post. According to Rogan, Nanian said, are you Josh Rogan? I said, yes, and he punched me in the jaw. Rogan added, D.C. police arrested Dan Nanian for assaulting me. He later assured followers, thanks for all the support tweets. Physically, I'm fine. Just not used to getting attacked for tweets. Nanian hasn't commented on the incident, but did tweet in the wee hours. Had a blast. Headline D.C. Improv. Um, The thing that's funny to me about this is some people are trying to treat it like, well, see, you could tweet something and you can get your ass beat. That's that's what's going on. But to me, the dude didn't do anything disrespectful. Mm Mm-mm. You know, like, so People not liking someone's jokes. Yeah. yeah. Not liking someone's jokes means you can get punched in the face. You know, and some people were like, well, he was using a phone in a comedy club, but to be quite honest, that's not why he got punched. No, that is not why he got punched. Yeah. This he is got funny. punched because he didn't like his comments. Yes, you do deserve to go to jail. You physically assault somebody with goddamn tweets. Yeah. It's also amazing because comedians to me can be so hypocritical when it comes to shit like this yes, they can like you feel like your entire job is to take on the world and comment on all this stuff that happens in the world and give your opinion about everybody and everything sometimes to the point of just being disrespectful to people mm-hmm. yet no one's allowed to, to do any anything. of that to you that's right you 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 put it out there you you have to deal with the the repercussion of it's coming back your way yeah you're so special no one should be able to do this. You know, just me. I'm the only one, guys. I get to say whatever the fuck I want. That's and if you have anything to say about me, then I get to punch you in your fucking face. Nah, it don't work like that. Yeah. Come on, man. Anyway, uh, you know how Twitter sometimes the stuff will service online and through social media, people are like, oh, we need to get this person and find out what they do. Like, kind of like when the dude bros came at us and uh, I found all that information out about him and called his job. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I confirmed it several different ways before I even tried to, uh, you know, email the dude's workplace. Well, there's a reason, like, and I wasn't going to do anything at first, but there's a reason that i said okay i feel like this is enough information to go on and stuff like that yeah you need to be accurate right well everybody can't do this apparently Mm -hmm. some twitter vigilantes and i saw this tweet and i saw this on my timeline and i just looked at it and was like huh and walked away because i don't know anything about this dude's life i don't know everything about what he's done and i just didn't need to be involved right and it wasn't personal. It wasn't talking about me. It wasn't talking about you. It wasn't talking about, you know, anything to do with my life. He's just a guy who appeared to be a racist on the internet. There's a lot of them out there. I don't know if nobody informed people of this. Well, Twitter vigilantes tried to dox a racist. Dox, I guess, means, you know, go after him and, get, you know, find out where he was and shit. Mm-hmm. But they got the wrong company twice. Oh, shit. 
what do you do when someone blames your renovated cotton mill for something it didn't do do you deny everything or or do you blame the other cotton mill down the street (laughs) it's not this cotton mill it's it's the other cotton mill uh, in the curious case of a Facebook racist, that's exactly what seemed to have happened. A small town in Monroe, Georgia, has two historic cotton mills that both farcically, farcically currently serve as upscale event rental spaces. And now, after a weekend that has seen Tumblr and Twitter incorrectly link them both to the antics of a mysterious Facebook user named Andrew Muskowitz. They may have one whopping PR mess on their hands. The wow. cotton mill, affectionately referred to as the mill, has been standing since 1895. In 2008, the Monroe Cotton Mill was facing demolition when local lawyer Paul Rosenthal stepped in to save it. The mill received a lengthy restoration and a new life as the event location. I mean, as an event location. Nearby the Cotton Warehouse, circa 1890 storage building, carries on its new incarceration as a wedding and events facility. The two businesses are used to get, uh, are used to getting confused with each other it's just part of the territory but sunday hasty doxers on twitter and tumblr accused both the mill and the warehouse of hiring muskowitz an alleged racist hiring manager who boasted proudly about his activities online oh snap and oh. i saw this on like they had an excerpt from someone's facebook conversation so what was somebody was using their facility and did it or something no listen i'm gonna explain exactly oh, what happened okay it was an excerpt from a facebook conversation and the picture was being floated around. I saw it on Twitter. I'm sure it was on Tumblr. And it was talking about, uh, like hiring black people with certain names and stuff. And, um, he, he basically was like, I won't hire black people, you know, that have certain type of names, right? Mm-hmm. I have never heard that name until 11 a.m. this morning when I started getting emails sent to me during church asking why I hired a racist. Rosenthal wrote in an email to the Daily Dot Sunday evening after being bombarded with outrage inquiries all day from people wanting to know why he'd hired a man he says he's never even met. I have no idea what this guy works. Jacob Gardner, the equally frustrated owner of the Cotton Warehouse, told us via email. Uh, said craziness started on Thursday when the New York Times Facebook page linked to an article exploring how a child... Giving a child an ethnic name, remember we, we covered this on the show, mm-hmm. an ethnic sounding name could damage their social and professional prospects. While many studies have been proven that gender biases and racial biases exist in employee hiring decisions, Muskowitz allegedly went a step further than anyone expected. He allegedly left a comment in response to the article in which he defiantly embraced racist hiring practices, claiming to be a hiring manager who automatically overlooks African sounding names, names like Tamisha and other tribal names. He says, as a hiring manager, I will categorically pass over African sounding names just to spare my employees the discomfort of having to deal with someone with such a name. It creates an awkward, intense environment in the workplace, having to pronounce and spell it. The attitude that comes with the person, it isn't worth it. I need my person to be on the team, not worry about Tamisha and her tribal name. What happens next is familiar outrage Tumblr and Twitter users who saw the comment began digging up dirt on Muskowitz since he had allegedly commented on his own Facebook. It was easy enough for others to find uh-huh. out instances of his comments he left in the past, such as the one he allegedly made in 2009. It's a sunny day in Georgia. I wish you up in a mountain on a day like this, but no, I'm in a dreary office having to talk to a bunch of illegals asking why they got a bill and why it isn't all free like everything else all while they engage in cash-based business that don't report their income and cry poor oh lord and this one jury is sent to deliberate on the george zimmerman case i'm appalled at 
hear that black americans will likely ride in the streets should he be found found not guilty by this can i assume that he is if he is found guilty that white americans ought to take to the streets and start riding burning cars or breaking everything in sight no we are held to a higher standard than blacks it is almost expected for them to act out in such a violent manner manner just an observation wow but when the twitter machine quickly went to work docs and moskowitz they tied him to the wrong location let's find slash get him fired uh mt at love my skip hashtag black twitter who is andrew moskowitz where does he work um and yeah everybody was went on the team to go find him um and uh twitter to you twitter user hose man tweed was the first to make the connection between moskowitz and the monroe cotton mill presumably because facebook records had him checking in from the monroe cotton mills last month what a loose connection like when I found the loose dog shit, it was like I checked the company's like roster. He had he was like he had a news like link to a news uh video where he was like talking about um the company he worked for. Mm-hmm. Do your research. He had links about loose dog in the morning all over his page. Mm-hmm. Like it was so much it, it was so much information. It was like this is the guy. People were like he checked into this place one time. Let's get him but yeah it's just not journalism journalists people yeah that's just amazing that people went that far and i feel bad for the wrong person because like that, that dude said i'm at church and i'm like getting hit up and i'm going what who is this dude what are we talking about then you're gonna have to spend the next uh 18 months clearing up your name every time you go in for some shit they'll be like i no no it's not me it's the other company yeah um then uh however this check-in appeared to be at an antique mall that occupies part of the mills co location at the time moskowitz was apparently just shopping for army stuff so he probably got some guns to kill some black people <laughs> unfortunately for employees at the cotton warehouse holding a tweet initially claimed that moskowitz worked for them instead of for the mill this led to twitter and tumblr users trying to contact employers at the warehouse it led to angry comments on the business yelp page as well as photos that have since been deleted so now they're fucking with people's businesses and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cotton Warehouse was quick to assert that they weren't his employer, and we don't know at him or anyone at the Monroe Cotton Mills. Um, oh, so now they have people at the mall going out. Yeah, he, he he just checked in here from here from his GPS spot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he, he doesn't work for them. Um. But while many onlookers quickly backed off the Cotton Warehouse, they ran instead with the link to the Cotton Mill, which still wasn't right. Oh. <laughs> So they still were all don't know over where this shit. dude work at. Yeah. Meanwhile, Moskowitz covered his track as outrage began to build. Moskowitz allegedly deleted his original Facebook comment along with other inflammatory posts and personally identifying po- comments from his Facebook page. Facebook groups that a-, a Moskowitz 27 belongs to included Rednecks, White Socks and Blue Ribbon Beer, the International Association of Professional Grumpy Old Bastards. When Tumblr heard about the scandal, they yeah. left on board as a post by moscow a post about moscow is by reverse racism has received over ten thousand notes since friday and popular twitter and tumblr user francesca lee contributed details linking moscow to the mill after rosenthal contacted lee to deny the allegations she updated a tumblr expressing the hope that someone that knows moscow will come forward and set things straight crazy man like they were after this motherfucker dog crazy was like you will not do this we will not deal with this bullshit Except someone already had Tumblr use user the rare the rare monster demon sins of okay all right 
thought that they they knew moscow was thank uh they knew moscow was thanks to their local magic the gathering meetup after some digging they came up with moscow's phone number email and address in dakula georgia half an hour away yet when they reblogged to add their info to the mix no one really paid any attention of course well honey we found out what that he works at the monroe cotton mill tasha abilities noted i've already contacted fox 5 i team and the atlanta journal constitution really all this without knowing shit because of all the confusion i met with sim i met with similar resistance when i floated the idea among twitter users that there was no real link between moscow and the two cotton mills and there never had been after a few exchanges of which twitter user at we saw race we see race insisted the owner of the cotton mill must have been lying and doing damage control and then they blocked me man people get on these crusades man they and that's the thing that really frustrates me about that they're not accurate a lot of times that you're not journalists you don't do research just like i think didn't somebody put out like the wrong address for the trayvon martin stuff and had for had, george zimmerman's parents yeah and shit. And had this i had this old couple having to motherfucking move because people were coming up and threatening them and it wasn't even the right house you do not do this yeah but anyway i just thought that was crazy that 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 should even happen um all right let's get into some guest race because you know football is back you know it's back y'all Oh, wait, actually, no, I like this story. I want to talk about it. Okay. Because a lot of people were tweeting this around like this girl was some type of victim or some shit. And uh, that can't stand, okay? Uh-oh. Everybody knows here at the Black Guy Who Tips, I have something that is that really irks me. It's one of my biggest turnoffs in all people, especially, uh, you know, I can't find anyone sexually attractive if they are crazy as shit. Oh, no, I, I don't fuck with crazy. Quinn Woodward Pooh, P-U, a 26-year-old D.C. memoirist, memoirist, so she writes memoirs, who runs a Beltway Events Society and gossip blog called Little Black Blog, recently got dumped via text message. She sets up the black backstory. It all started two weeks ago when I met some rando at a bar. He was friendly enough, but annoyingly and sloppily drunk which is why I offered my email address when he asked for my number. We emailed later that weekend, and I met up for a few drinks, which eventually turned to dinner, and then champagne. We had relatively good chemistry, but then I kind of have chemistry with pretty much everyone because I really like talking to people and winning over complete strangers. Quinn and the rando had another dinner that following weekend, which prompted her to take things to the next level, inviting him to her birthday party. He wouldn't be in town, so we scheduled a weekend in Virginia wine country and the following weekend. It seemed a bit much, but I agreed to a singular day trip. However, before Quinn could even pack her favorite sun hat and parasol, the couple's plans quickly unraveled when Rando sent Quinn a text terminating their brief relationship. Uh, he says, uh, hi, listen, I had fun on Saturday. Not quite, but quite honestly, I'm in a state of flux right now and I'm really not looking for a relationship. Sorry to be a downer before your birthday, but I have no doubt you'll move on quickly as you are a funny, smart, cool girl. Pete, good luck okay on a little black bar quinn shares her state of mind after experiencing what could only be described as a heart holocaust after two weeks i was stunned in the ah! two days i was stunned into a par- paralysis i had no words this never happens and i just felt short of breath there were many things that pissed me off so i but i was so flustered i couldn't even articulate them again this is a serious problem for a writer and an effusive communicator 
i was still so agitated 10 hours later that i had to leave opera rehearsal early this is a serious no-no given that opening night is saturday at the organization of american states when then i realized i am on the eve of my 26th birthday oh how will life ever go on for her they weren't even in the relationship two weeks is a long time to waste for a 26 year old lady karen uh, apparently so that's like wasting 17 years of a of a regular person <laughs> ah why am i still moves faster why am i stewing instead of just expressing what i really feel there's practically nothing to lose from just telling the truth so she did um well a version of the truth anyway this is uh what she wrote on her her phone thanks for your consideration about ruining my birthday as a 25 year old with two published books and a condo the relationship i planned between us after two days was to be the highlight of my life though unsolicited and completely unrequited i thought that i thought she's being sarcastic right there though unsolicited and completely unrequited i thought the taxpayer funded sex from your agency blackberry was sweet but your executive committee may think the screenshots of your message I sent to them are a little cheesy. Obviously, I am but a girl, hysterical with emotions, bound to fall in love with you after we spent a collective 20 hours together. Actually, sorry, I'm a woman. A girl would be the nine-year-old you have back home who will one day probably date a female, infantilizing self, aggrandizing disaster like you. Good luck indeed. Oh, well, I guess I go together with Blue Dragon because we don't spend over 75 hours together. <laughs> I guess so. So to sum it up, the guy tells a girl you practically just met that he's not looking for a relationship and hopes she'll understand because she's funny, smart, and cool. And then she proceeded to try to ruin his life through private text messages he sent her to his boss. Um, so yeah, man, um, she's crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know people are like, you should never break up via text message. No, when someone's this crazy, crazy, you should break up via text message. It's yeah. pretty much the only way to break to up face, with them. We'll be reading about you on Guest the Race because right. you're fucking the stab. Man you. stabbed in the chest at IHOP breaking up. Yes. You know? Like, nah, man. man. stabbed in the jugular with, with uh fork. Yeah, he did the right thing. Pancakes. He he absolutely did the right thing. Um a man had his penis amputated after he abused a erection drug. So you guys need to calm down with those blue pills out there. Also, they had to cut it off. A Colombian man attempted to impress a new girlfriend with his sexual prowess, but it backfired. According to La Nocion. What did it turn to stone? According to La Nocion newspaper, the 66-year-old had to have his penis amputated after reportedly overdosing on erectile dysfunction medication Viagra. Overdose on that. I never saw this side effect on the uh did, did he take it and rub it on his penis? I don't understand. Maybe he snorted it like cocaine. Must have. Put that shit in his eyes. Doctors in the Southern Columbia in Southern Columbia say the man intentionally overdosed on Viagra to impress his new girlfriend. As a result, he experienced a constant state of erection for several days. Oh, don't they tell you after so many hours to go get that shit checked? Yep. After seeking medical attention for the days-long erection, doctors found the man's penis to be inflamed, fractured, and showing signs of gangrene. <gasps> oh, shit! In order to stop the gangrene from spreading to the rest of his body, doctors say they were forced to amputate the man's penis. Oh. Yeah. But I say, if you gotta amputate my penis, what's the point of life? <laughs> Why should I even go on? It's pointless. Why, Lord, why? Yeah, what's the point? Um, you know what time it is. 
that's right it's time for fucking with black people karen let's do this this one happens to come from george zimmerman a veteran of the fucking with black people uh you know gang oh shit he in all-time history as of right now until somebody else beats him he was pulled over again nigga what are you for real baby third time since his acquittal in july for the after the crime for fatally uh acquittal for any crimes involved fatally shooting trayvon martin squad car video broadcast thursday by orlando television station wofl shows zimmerman being pulled over last month by a state trooper along interstate 95 on florida space coast the trooper tells zimmerman he was pulled over because the tag his tag is covered and the windows of the car were too darkly tinted zimmerman was let off with a warning like always wow i feel like that's his superpower at this point like just everything he does he gets let off with the warning killing a black man speeding pulling the gun on his wife it's all just uh we'll let you out of here with a warning wow it's like he has the jedi mind trick where he's like these are not the droids that you want you know these are not Zim- go back to my car i am not the racist that you want uh he's not the racist that we want you're gonna let me go let's just let him go Zimmerman has a, was acquitted in July of any, yeah, we know this. Anyway, uh, I give this, uh, 25 points. It's the third time, but I only give it 25 points because nothing directly involving black people ha- will happen. Mm-hmm. But it's just another time where the fucking police are letting this dude walk away like scot free. Dude's just like living like it's the wild, wild west out this bitch. It must be. Um, so let's get to our other game, obviously. that's right guys it's time for guess the race the game sweeping all the podcast land where people uh hear articles that we read on the show or play clips of and they try to guess the race of the people involved uh today's contest is you the audience that's right people everyone in the chat room i'm talking about uh leonard brothers we're talking about fred sch talking about hustle crow all you guys are invited to play guess the race here's our first article a woman tries and fails to defraud the bank police say oh snap samantha ellen ward went to the latest room of a boynton beach florida oh florida sorry sorry y'all it's not your fault people i'm sorry just after reading the Zimmerman shit and then this just Florida just <laughs> just compiling fuck ups anyway uh she entered the bank and the in the bathroom and she tried to use a stolen ID to withdraw funds the Boynton Beach police officer was waiting for her when she came out that bathroom so she tried to get some she tried to use stolen ID to get some money it didn't work then she went to the bathroom instead of leaving so the police just waited for her outside the bathroom. According to an arrest report, <laughs> Ward 24 of Palm City showed another woman's driver's license and debit card when she tried to take out money on Thursday just before 2 p.m. The Chase Bank teller looked up the account and saw the driver's license had been reported as stolen. <gasps> I didn't even know you could do that at the bank. Like, oh, yeah. Like, when they asked for your uh, driver's license, I didn't know they were also checking to see if it was reported as stolen. Me either, but that must be what they do. They probably put like put in some put in like so yeah, many driver's number. Yeah, and you know what? And it might flag up if uh, I'm not trying to find it. Maybe even if you committed any crimes, who knows? 
the chase bank teller looked up uh the account saw the driver's license had been reported stolen war told police that three black women gave her the stolen id and forced her to withdraw the money you know how black people do karen you should have said fuck with black people ward pointed to a white right right i feel like this she get 50 points yeah it's fuck with black people and guess the race just fucking with them black people we're just fucking with them blacks fucking with fucking with black people yeah, she definitely it gets in the contest. Yeah. Not to be outdone yeah, by she gets George both Zimmerman. Yeah, I give her 50. <laughs> yes. Um, but police, um, she said they forced her to draw the money. Ward pointed to a white Chevy Tahoe in the parking lot and said the women were driving it. But police learned that the vehicle belonged to an elderly white couple. Um, pol- uh, <laughs> well, they probably stole that too. War faces charges <laughs> of fraudulent use of personal identification and fraudulent use of a credit card. Uh, you know what? Not guess the race. Oh, Just, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, uh, 75 points for fucking with black people. I didn't even, <laughs> I was gonna do guess the race. No but, guess the race, y'all. I'm sorry. I put it in the chat. I'm yeah. sorry. Isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious, people? Um, let's do some guess the race now <laughs> instead. <laughs> this is the real guess the race, yeah, y'all. Good grief. Yeah, Karen, you're right. I can't believe I filed that in the wrong. Thing. I was like, this right here don't sound like no guess the race, sir. A Louisiana pastor was shot and killed during a sermon Friday as 50 to 60 parishioners, including the pastor's wife, witnessed a grizzly shooting, law enforcement said. Oh, shit. Woodrow Carey, 53, allegedly walked into the Tabernacle of Praise Worship Center in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Oh, snap. At around 8.20 p.m. And it shot Pastor Ronald J. Harris Sr. twice. Once while he was preaching and a second time at close range after Harris Sr. fell to the floor. Oh, Lord. I thought I was going to be like, once while he was preaching and once at benediction. I know, right? (laughs) That's a strong preacher. I know. Kim Meyer, spokeswoman for the parish office, said, uh, witnesses said Carrie fired one shot when he went up to him, stood over him, and fired again. Maya said Carrie used a shotgun to shoot the pastor. Myers added that Carrie, who had no criminal background, fled the scene but later called police to turn himself in. Carrie was picked up minutes after the shooting by police without incident near the church. Carrie then allegedly directed deputies to two guns, a shotgun and a twenty-two pistol, which he had discarded in the wooded area to close to the intersection where he was detained. Harris was pronounced dead at the scene. The investigation is ongoing. Carrie is being held on a million dollars bond. At the Calcasieu Correctional Center, yeah. and will be charged with second degree murder. Representatives of Tabernacle of Praise Worship Center did not respond to requests for comment. Family members in Harris of Harris and Lake Charles said they had no comment. According to Associated Press, guess the race of Mister Woodrow Carey Jr. Shotgun, uh, shotgun, uh, killer of preacher, I guess see what the chat room has to say one who fucked the deacon's daughter at the revival i don't even know what race that is what does that even mean one who fucked the daughter what does that mean what how does that anything to do with race karen can you what race is one who fucked the deacon's daughter at the revival uh that could be any race yeah that's not a race uh steve harvey suit wearing co-star of law deacon dunn shot the pastor (laughs) (laughs) leonard brothers Long ass church name, Black, says Kia. Pastor Troy Black <laughs> <laughs> might have laid hands in his wife 
Uh, says, I thought, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah that's not a race, though. Creflo Dollar Black. Tabernacle has to be black. Woodrow, that's an old black exploitation film name, black. Oh. Future inspiration of a new Tyler Perry Medea film, black. Well, is it going to catch AIDS, too? Apparently so. The shotgun had HIV he, in it. He might already had AIDS. One who shot a eight turkey AM, uh, eight turkey AM, black. Esther's husband, black, black, Aww. black, niggling with a gun, whiter than George Zimmerman privilege in the white supremacist town, says Jay Full. Black, forgot to add the race, okay. Star of Amen, black, and black, black. the correct answer, answer is, is black. So many of you got it right. Except for that dumbass J fool. What an idiot. Or he could also just be a really good person that doesn't see race. That's true too. (laughs) He said, I'm going to go against the grain. That's the best part against the race. It's like, you stupid motherfucker. How'd you not know? That your heart was so pure and good that you, <laughs> you guessed wrong. You would never be able to see that the racism in it because you're such a good person. Um, <laughs> a stripper got arrested. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's right, Karen. Deputies put the brakes on a man's sexual rendezvous with a stripper, according to Palm Beach, Florida, son of a bitch. Uh, arrest report. <laughs> the flashing brake lights of a Mercedes parked on a 4,000 blocks of Okeechobee Road in West Palm Beach caught, uh, caught the eye of a deputy on patrol on Wednesday at about 8 p.m. So he saw flashing brake lights. He said, what's going on here? Deputy said, why, why didn't the man just have it in park? What is he, like, kept his foot on the brake? What's that? The deputy said he walked up to the car to find a man sitting in the driver's seat with his head back, his eyes closed, with a woman later identified as Christina Averbach, uh, 38, of Boca Raton, leaning over from the passenger seat. Wonder what she was leaning over doing. Think maybe he dropped something? Mm-hmm. On oh, his penis. Dropped a load. You know what I'm saying? Up top, in guys. In the face. Yeah, boy. After being ordered out of the car, the John said he met Averbach at the West Palm Beach Gentlemen's Club, Spearmint Rhino. He added that he agreed to pay Averbach $50 for play, slang for oral sex, according to the report. 50 bucks, that's it? Hmm. That rate's kind of low. Blowjobs are going a lot cheaper these days in Obama's yes, economy. Yes, they are. Welcome to Obamacare, y'all. This is the kind of benefits that we get, $50 oral sex. Yeah, she can go get herself checked out. She ain't got to pay that copay. Yep. Averbach uh, denied any money was involved but still landed a prostitution and contempt of court charge. She was booked in the Palm Beach County Jail where she remains in lieu of $750 bail. Guess the race of Miss uh, Christina Averbach, 38-year-old. Well, I guess if you're 38 and you're stripping, it kind of like lowers your value. So you probably like $50 blowjob. I'll just take anyone at this point. Yeah, because you, you know? ain't the top of your game. You know, you ain't in the 20s no more. Right, right. It's a young woman. Stripping is a young woman's game. It is now. You can't move like that. You get 38. One whose pimp looks like Terrence Howard's with a perm. White. Aww. White chocolate who was flipping tricks in between dances. Snizzo. Uh, flat booty having mayonnaise colored devil in a blue dress. Snow bunny. Snow bunny that loves to ski. Uh, the Blow Mountains. Aww. West Palm Beach, you say? All white, everything. BJ's paying for that meth white, white, white. One who was, who has the privilege of Michael's son and Grand Theft Auto 5. Good grief. (laughs) Uh, More like the privilege of his daughter. One who is charged now, white. Snow Bunny who loves sausage. 
the correct answer is white everyone got that right so even jay full so i guess his racism is back y'all uh <laughs> he's shopping his skills yep uh let's uh talk about another one a texas woman was busted plotting to kill the father of her seven-year-old son after she brought the child to meet an undercover cop posing as a hitman to put a down payment on the hit <laughs> oh so hits on railways now yeah uh it's 500 i give you 250 now i give you 250 after well, you well you, you always give them a little bit before and then you give them less after they finish the job Karen. okay nicolette beard 33 was cuffed after she met the undercover officer in college station park late a uh, lot on wednesday and gave him 800 dollars of the four thousand she promised to pay for her child's father anthony drymalia drymala 30 if if he once he was killed the two met after a friend of Beard's alerted the cops to the scheme. Beard brought her son to the meetup, but let a friend bring the boy into a store as she discussed the murder for hire plot with the supposed contract killer. She told the officer that she wanted it to look like an accident and preferred that Dramala's wife were injured or killed in the rub out. But Damn. she needed him dead within a couple of days. There's an ongoing cut. They were in an ongoing custody battle. So cops would never expect this. What a dumbass. Ah! And according to the person who reported it to us, she wanted something done before they went to court on Friday. As a precaution, police put Dramala under surveillance until after Beer was collared. Beer was placed in jail, but no bond was immediately set. Uh, guess the race of Nicolette Beard. Wanting to kill her baby's father? She black. Skylar White on the last episode of Breaking Bad. Privilege oozes from her blood, that and cheddar. She is one, the oh, one who knocks oh. White college station texas she's whiter than lane kevin's face when they told him he don't need to get on the team plane oh shit yeah that was good white sammy the bull italian no bond white orange dealer orange dealer okay black woman who would not pay to kill her baby daddy white is that mexican i don't know oh black black woman would not yeah orange dealer is mexican black black woman would not pay to kill her baby daddy white (laughs) if they said wicked food stamps huh that's what Shayna says Nigolette, uh, Nigolette Meth White, uh, future chef, future snap candidate and white. The correct answer is white. It was a white woman. White. You guess white, you are on the road. And a couple people guessed Mexican and black. black. That was not correct, people. That was not correct. You foolish, foolish idiots. How could you possibly think she was anything other than white? just so sad so sad um <laughs> uh florida man stole an ambulance with patients still inside oh florida oh shit so uh, they're trying to say something about a life and you be like you know what i feel like st- that's that's grand theft auto right there for real ain't it a suspect from florida is facing kidnapping charges in philadelphia at the police say he carjacked an ambulance at gunpoint with a patient inside <laughs> It was pretty scary. He was weaving in and out of tra- traffic over a blown out tire on that rim. I thought he was going to flip out, flip over. I'm sorry. Uh, he had already flipped out. The yes, incident stated, uh, the incident started on, well, who cares where it started? It was at 3 p.m. Friday afternoon. Pennsylvania State Police say 25 year old Brian Timothy Cater Jr. of Philadelphia 
walked into the westbound side of Eastway near Girard Avenue while the police were transporting the patient. Police say Cater pointed a gun at the two operators that stuck stuck in our rush hour traffic and jumped in the passenger side. Oh, Perkins was on the expressway when he saw the ambulance nearly hit him. All of a sudden, there was an ambulance in my rearview mirror. He was just coming at me. I pulled over to let him by. He swerves, almost clips the front of the car. I noticed the blown out tower and tire in the back and the smoke coming from under the hood. <laughs> Police say Kata drove the ambulance westbound on the expressway before it became disabled near City Avenue. Kata fled the ambulance on foot and was taken into custody by police. The patient inside the ambulance was unharmed, taken to a local hospital. Kata is facing several charges, including robbery of a motor vehicle, kidnapping, assault violations of the Uniform Firearms Act, and other related offenses. I'm sure he'll get off for just saying he was standing his ground. Of course. It is Florida after all. Guess the race chat room. Trevor Phillips on a side mission. Aww. Wade from Grand Theft Auto 5. Action Jackson Black. One who was formerly employed in Cleveland but had to relocate after an incident with a young lady in which he yelled, you going to jail now? Before throwing an uppercut. Oh. Black, white. Yeah, he white, white. I didn't know I couldn't do that white. The correct answer, answer is, is white. It was a white man, y'all. Some of you guys guessed uh, wrong. It's not correct. All right, let's get into some bonus guest the race, Karen. Let's do it. I'm in. Double the points, double the race. Double the points, double the race. That's right, chat room. A lot of you guys have been doing pretty good, but it's time for the real ballers to step up yes. and the other people to fall back. It's time for a bonus guest the race. race. Everything's worth double the points, double the racism. You guys ready to get racist? Let's do it. A man was arrested for posting naked pictures of his ex-girlfriend on Facebook. Oh, shit. A Burwine man accused of posting naked photos of his girlfriend on Facebook, threatening to post uh, threatening to post more, was charged with domestic harassment through electronic communications, police say. Raul Martinez, 24, was arrested Sunday after his 21-year-old ex-girlfriend took the matter to police. She told officers Martinez had posted photos on public fa- a public Facebook page and then sent her numerous text messages saying he would keep posting if she didn't meet him in person about repairing their relationship. Now, how can you, you fix that? You can't. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That shit crazy. Why won't you meet me so we can talk about this? Here's a picture of your titties again. Send yeah, it to your mama. You just got to flash my titties because yeah. fuck that. Sending your dad a picture of your vagina. Now hurry up and meet me so we can break, fix this relationship. Well, they, they seen it when they changed my diaper, so I don't, you know, they just got to see it again. The victim immediately reported it to the police, and we were able to take the offender into custody on the same day as the crime was reported to police. Wessel said investigators found physical evidence that the photos were posted and available to the public. Police arrested him without incident. Wow. Anyway, guess the race of Raul Martinez, the Facebook revenge porn poster. Taco eating salsa dancing Paco. I don't normally threaten women, but when I do, I post your news on Facebook. Latino. <laughs> Mexican, one who has a camera app on his leaf blower. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Never put your, never put your face or any identifiable marks in the pics, people. That's just a public service announcement, but not guess the race. Cholo, green card waving a pimp named Wetbacks Hispanic. Oh, Ole, 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 ole. 
I love LA Tinos. <laughs> Burrito eating Zimmerman home homie boy. Got a slip and slide on his back L Emerald Point. Oh. One who is till still mourning Canelo's loss to Floyd while listening to Drake and Mexican. The correct yes, answer is. is Latino. No one missed that one. Nobody. I feel like it was that Martinez that uh that got people. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think we have a news article we could play for this one. Let's see if we can, can get, get it to play. It to right. play. Refresh it real quick. Um, but this is about a man who decided to uh that he was hungry, and he had a taste for something a little different. You know, sometimes you want you want to eat out, you want to eat something a little different. You know. Um, why won't this play? uh all right i'll have to read this article apparently uh because it won't play oh an orange man orange man where is this what did this happen orange what what county city anyway an orange man is being held in connection to a stabbing death of his uncle uh and he once wrote on his facebook page just days ago that he would one day like to eat human oh Orange police found the body of 50-year-old Roy James Philmon stabbed to death in a house on, on in Orange. He was found just after midnight Monday morning. Police say Philmon's nephew, 22-year-old Christopher Philmon, lived at the home and fled in his uncle's car after stabbing him. Police say Christopher surrendered himself to authorities after he walked into uh, to a store on Highway 290 in Houston and asked the clerk to call police. He surrendered once the deputies arrived. Oh, so he's an example why they say dolphins are smarter than us? Suspects, the suspect's mother, Lynette Philmon, told 12 News that the stabbing could have been result, the result of one of the son's schizophrenic episodes. Oh. She was at, she was on the scene with other family members Monday morning. She's also the victim's sister. Police say the stabbing stemmed from an argument between Chris and his uncle Roy. Lynette says her son suffers from schizophrenia, which causes him to hallucinate and at times cut his own wrist. On his Facebook page, Chris last week posted, one day I will eat human and finally find out if it really tastes like pork. Yeah, I would not have had this dude in my house. I'm sorry. Schizophrenia or no schizophrenia, family member or no family member. Yeah, you, you, need you to good. Be, you need to be somewhere where you can get taken care of. And my house is not it. Yeah, well, not just that. You're not going to take care of me with no trying to find out if i taste like pork no they had a really good relationship so i don't know why he would hurt him said lynette but he is in that when he's in that state he hears voices and voices tell him stuff lynette says she saw that facebook post and didn't want to believe her son would say such a thing she said her son was waiting on social security disability to help him afford proper medication uh guess the race chat room one who buys crocodile from umbrella corporation online white Walking Dead Extra White, one who does want a fillet of coal white. Oh my. Dahmer impersonator white. Didn't get shot for no reason. All at all color of mayo. The other white meat. <laughs> 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 one who was made in a lab by Yakub. White. Black families never admit mental illness. White. Sammy Sosa role model white. <laughs> Jeremy, these are some good guesses today. Jerry Dahmer's uncle who likes the other white meat, white, white. The correct answer, answer is, is white. white. It was a white man. I, that was one hundred percent. 
yeah i feel like everybody killed that one man um in addition to him killing his uncle you know what i'm saying guys come on <laughs> tip your waitresses i'll be here all week yes um all right man um last article and then we gotta talk about some sword ratchetness and then we're gonna get the hell out of here okay guys spring hill florida a man was arrested saturday for slicing his own father's arm during the disagreement over the family computer i need to use computer dad according to hernando county hernando county that florida i don't know it is florida son of a bitch florida what's going on lately baby it's getting cold y'all going inside more y'all cutting each other up and shit man what the fuck according to hernando county sheriff's office 20 year old gabriel marshall's mother asked him to get off of computer the computer in the living room uh that they uh, their shared home when gabriel became i mean gabriel became angry and threw a pin at her his reaction upset her and a yelling match ensued which soon woke gabriel's father who was sleeping in the other room the father got between gabriel and gabriel and his mother holding his left hand in front of gabriel's face in an attempt to stop the argument his efforts however only worsened the situation according to the report gabriel then pulled a knife from his pocket and used it to slash his dad's arm so severely that he later needed 55 sutures at the hospital to close the wound shit final the final report says the cut was four inches wide and eight inches long oh my god he tried to cut his arm off gabriel was arrested at the hospital gabriel was arrested at the hospital as his dad received treatment deputies say he uh, ultimately admitted to using a knife but he said he did not mean to hurt his father gabriel is now being held without bond in the hernando county jail guess the race of mr gabriel what was his last name gabriel marshall gabriel marshall let's see what you guys believe his race is one who eats cheese and crackers while playing world of warcraft white fuck you dad white <laughs> that's a good one threw something at his mom and lived to tell about it white says shana one who calls his parents by their whole name wizite says brandon apa um soy milk <laughs> white black rage says leonard brother these things are black man one who smacks their parents wonder bread spicy cheddar latino <laughs> and white whiter than a coach k wet dream <laughs> oh. i know that's right j4 uh white says cameron uh the correct answer is white <laughs> couple of you guys guessed wrong yeah my, my thing is that this is the prime example of when your children don't fear you yeah like yeah. i don't mean a harm i mean there was they need to be more disciplined in the house hey um I, i'm with shana you throw a pin at me oh daddy ain't gonna need to come daddy come daddy gonna come because daddy gonna be like get off the boy mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like motherfucker i know you didn't throw no goddamn pin at me <laughs> yeah that was crazy i like just i knew he was white the second it said she said get off the computer and he threw a pin i was like nigga what you wouldn't the computer what? would be up your ass when you know the police, got there. <laughs> police came for this to be like mother spat mother bashes child head with, with the, with with the laptop yeah. they'd be taking her ass to jail right I, i'd be beating his ass go baby go ahead and get that bail money ready because i'm looking ready to whoop his ass prosecutor says juggalo chases girlfriend lady love with a sword that's right y'all sword ratchet is to end off the show like always 
a covington man already accused of stabbing a child is now alleged to have chased a young woman that he, uh, he believed to be his girlfriend's lover with a sword that's right it's complicated y'all real complicated seems like i'll read it again a covington man already accused of stabbing a child but he's on the streets y'all because we don't take sword crime seriously is now alleged to have chased a young woman that he believed to be his girlfriend's lover with a sword and he's a juggalo a king county king county prosecutors contend that james a sweet slashed his the the his wait slashed his then girlfriend's hand with a knife after coming to believe she and another young woman were romantically involved juggalo um Mm mm-hmm what am I, I'm, insane clown posse fans they paint their faces like clowns okay what is mostly not, uh okay young, i'm glad i didn't say what i thought it was never mind yeah mostly young uh, i thought gigolo mm-hmm. i was like well, i don't think this is the same thing yeah it's mostly young white trash people oh okay listen to them no no offense to those people they, they they're proud of that shit they're not like ashamed, ashamed of it yeah according to the charging papers sweet 21 then chased a woman with a samurai sword Charged in the April incident earlier this month, Sweet was already jailed following the allegations he stabbed a 14-year-old boy who made fun of him for being a self-professed juggalo. Well, that'll that'll solve everything, you know. Like, hey, look, <laughs> you you a juggalo, you 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 paint your face, you old ass piece of shit, and it's like I stab you, 14-year-old kid. Now who's right? Uh, <laughs> talk about my immaturity now, motherfucker. In the August 24th, my face still painted. What? In the August 24th incident, Sweet is alleged to have stabbed the boy in the stomach during a birthday party. A 14-year-old boy. Prosecutors claim Sweet flew into a rage when the boy jokingly asked if Juggalos, followers of the clown-themed rock band uh, Insane Clown Posse, regarded by some as a gang, were those guys who that wear makeup. Now prosecutors contend Sweet attacked those two women in Covington during his girlfriend's birthday party. Man, him at birthday parties, right? Don't invite this guy to your birthday party. Please don't. Every birthday party is a surprise party when this nigga shows up. <laughs> I don't love him. That sword. Uh, according to charge, the charging papers, the two women were sleeping in a bedroom together with Sweet drunkenly barged in and claimed the women were romantically involved. Sweet attempted to kick the other woman out of the room, but this dead girlfriend prevented him from doing so. Speaking with investigators in late August, Sweet's ex-girlfriend claimed Sweet pulled a large Rambo-style knife and stabbed his then girlfriend in the hand while attempting to attack the other woman. Oh. According to charging papers, Sweet is alleged to have thrown the women, the woman against the wall. The two women left the company home and Sweet followed, having armed himself with a samurai sword. Sweet threatened to kill his then girlfriend and said if he could not have her, no one would. Oh shit. Um, uh, others at the home intervened and disarmed Sweet. According to charging papers, the incident was not reported to police until Sweet was arrested in uh, in the August stabbing. So she lived in fear for months because this motherfucker had a sword. Describing the August 24th stabbing, the King County Sheriff Office Detective said the 14 year old was feeding a campfire at a party. Um, then Sweet criticized was well, Sweet criticized the boy's fire. Supposedly. The boy told Sweet the fire would be bigger if he tossed Sweet into it. A joke, oh. according to Charger Papers. I like this little boy. Which prompted an angry response from Sweet. Having attended the party to impress the parents of a young woman related to the boy, Sweet drank a beer and smoked some marijuana before approaching the teen again. Sweet told the boy that he did not mess with the, that he should not mess with the juggalo. The boy responded Jacob, jokingly, you mean the guys that wear makeup? Damn, this little kid is good. Ah, so this kind of little kid i want some good trolling i take him under my wing that's some good that's some good he got good trolling ability already 
investigators note sweet has a tattoo on his forearm uh that says juggalo hatchet man uh icon regarding regarded by police as a loosely organized hybrid gang juggalos take their name from the insane clown posse a clown themed rock rap rock band the most recent national gang assessment released by the fbi asserts the gang is rapidly expanding most states do not recognize the group as a band as a gang in part because many self-proclaimed juggalos are simply fans of the music and the culture surrounding it apparently outraged sweet went to his his backpack drew a knife stabbed the boy in the side of the chest <laughs> the detectives told the court sweet then fled the area and the boy was rushed to seattle harborview medical center right in the court uh deputy prosecutor candace duelos said the boy remained hospitalized for four days with a lacerated liver oh shit sweet that was charged with first degree assault in the august stabbing and is now charged with two counts of second degree assault in the april incident he remains jailed so just don't invite these sword wielding motherfuckers to your birthday parties man especially not the gigolo that's a terrible ass clown who uh, hired him apparently yeah i don't think he was there to clown around at all he was not about that fucking clown life at all yeah he wasn't trying to about make the, fucking these niggas yeah, up yeah he wasn't trying to make no kids toy not kids toys kids balloons and no shit like that yeah it was not that type of clown not a party clown no definitely stabby clown Mm -mm. um anyway uh don't invite people with swords to your birthday parties no 1-800 gigolos i don't care if you're 14 or not and it's juggalos (laughs) not gigolos juggalos um we'll talk to you guys tomorrow man um until then uh make sure you go to shout out productions and uh click on things make sure you go to tweaked audio use code tbgwt buy yourself some headphones get yourself something nice um until then i love you you too baby